Up and stop with saints of God. Fill me now. Jesus, come and fill me now. That is such an appropriate song as we go into the, the message that we have for you today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you have promised to fill us with your spirit. Not just your humble servant here, Lord, but all of us are given that promise to be filled with your spirit. Open our eyes, open our minds now as we worship you today, as we open your word, as I deliberate, speak through me so that your name will be glorified and exalted. In Jesus' name, amen. One of the benefits of having two services, or you, preaching in two services, you get to practice on the first, the first service. So those who were here earlier, you might hear a few things different. I don't know, depending on how the Spirit leads. So pray for the brother. The devil has been busy. But, but he is a defeated foe. He is a defeated foe. And, 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 I, and I've said, he is a defeated foe, but he does not quit. And that's why, as children of God, we have to stay vigilant because this adversary don't quit okay he's he's a loser but he's not a quitter and so we need to be firmly planting our faith and our mind and everything that we have in jesus christ because we have a foe that is on us at every turn and so we need to be ready to defeat him in the name of jesus amen today was our subject is reality check, as you can see on the screen, reality check. And we're going to cover some reality that we're dealing with in today's, right now, we're dealing with it, all of us, from the kids to the grown-up. We're all dealing with realities, and we're going to cover some of those today. And so, if, if I will turn this on, it might work. All right. So as you can see there, the uh, brother Nick. Uh, okay, the, the the actual scripture that we look at or we are looking at here is found in Colossians chapter three, reading verses one and two to give context. But verse two is really the main verse. But just to give you some context, verse verse one says, "If then we were raised with Christ, are you raised with Christ?" Seek those things which are above where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Verse 2, set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. Set your mind on things above, not on things on earth. So as we go through the presentation, I want us to focus on that. Set your mind on things above, not on things on this earth. We know that things on this earth will come to pass, as stated in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 4, verse 18. It will come to an end. Whatever we see on this earth, this planet, no matter how beautiful it looks, will be annihilated, destroyed. Because we have promised a new heaven and a new earth. 
And so, let's dive in. We have dangers that we need to look out for. For our children, dangers for ourselves as grown up. Stress, we're going to touch on that. But dangers for our children. I want us to go real today. Real. Not trying to preach your sermon that's, you, that's not real. We can apply these to our very own lives right now as we sit here, as I stand here in church today. We can apply, each one of us, we can apply these things to us. So, dangers to our children. Dangers to our children. Inappropriate content. This is online. This is online. Inappropriate content. Inappropriate content. I'm going to dive deeper. Social media friends. Cyber bullying. And these are only three. These are only three. There are many more. We don't have time to take to cover all of the dangers to our children. We say children there, but these also apply to grown-ups. Inappropriate content. Does that apply to grown-ups? Yes. Social media, friends, that's not just for kids. Some grown-ups believe they have friends that they have never met. They think because the person tells them that, oh, I, I am this and oh, I am that, that that is actually real. And they show you a picture that you think is real. And then cyberbullying. That can happen not just to kids. It can happen to grown-ups as well. Inappropriate content, as you can see there, the internet is full. Full. If you make one mistype, you will realize how full it is. Of not, nothing but inappropriate content. Things that God's people should not see or read. Because sometimes it's not necessarily pictures. Sometimes it's actually emails, social media posts, all those things are still inappropriate. It may not be a picture, but it could be inappropriate. Inappropriate content. And notice it didn't say pictures. Content. Content covers the gamut. If you have friends on social media that's posting languages that is unbecoming of somebody who wants to be with God. Is that appropriate content? No, it's not. Should you be reading that? No, you shouldn't. I'm trying to be real here, folks, today. I don't really use social media, but I know a few little of the jargons. Defriend them. Okay? <laughs> Block them, whatever you need to do. It's not something that you should be making someone believe that you are, are what a word, what a word, embracing those things. We should be quick to say that is not something that I'm 
impressed to see. Uh, what, what does the Bible tell us in, in Philippians chapter, chapter 4, verse 8? What does it say? Turn your Bibles. Today you're going to read a few verses. Turn your Bibles to Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. What does it say? Philippians 4, verse 8. I'm reading, let me read from the New, New King James Version. It says, finally, do you have it? Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And if they don't qualify, that means you don't need to be doing it. If, if, they, if, if it's not one of those that we just call out true, no honorable, right, pure, lovely, good report. It's not praiseworthy. It's not honorable to God. Let's leave it alone. Let's leave it alone. All right, move on. Social media friends. Some predators, some predators, specifically for the children, but it happens to adults as well. They pose on the Internet as... I am 10 years old. And you can't see them. You don't know they're not 10 years old. You believe them. Unfortunately, most people, most people tend to believe whatever they see on the internet. I'm not sure where that came from. But somehow, it is a phenomenon that people will see things on the internet and they'll believe it. Even when it's Totally, nor does it even make any sense. All those things that people send to your social media and you are passing it along to others that you have not verified, you haven't verified it, you're just forwarding. It's so easy for people to believe it. And that's why today we have such a phenomenon where you have actors, whether foreign or domestic, who are influencing us to do things that we wouldn't normally do. Because people take it, whatever they see on social media, it must be good, it must be true, it must be real. When it's all fabricated, fabricated. Deception. Cyberbullying. Cyberbullying. Is that for real? Today, we see that cyberbullying is a real thing. People are out there trying to bully you online. In your social media posts or in your email or in your text message or whatever it is, they try to bully you. And I hope we don't have anyone here bullying anyone. It applies to us as well. We shouldn't be bullying anyone. But it's real. This is a real thing that's happening. And we need to know how, especially 
Those who have children need to know how to educate your children how to deal with these things, how to handle these things. And I don't want to overstep back to the, the content when it comes to children. Today, our children are being bombarded with things that are totally against God. Totally against God. They are being, they are seeing things that if the parents would knew that they saw these things, they would just faint. I'm telling you. Some of the things that the children are, are exposed to, if parents knows exactly the extent of it, they would actually faint. Because the enemy of God, especially when we are walking with God, the enemy has a special focus on us. He knows that we're walking with God, and he's trying to attack. And our children, he uses, he's attacking them even more. He knows. If you can't get the father, try to get the son or the daughter. He knows it. And so he's attacking and trying to destroy God's people. And so we see that, so parents, parents, if you don't know how to use blocking software to block content so that your kids won't either accidentally or purposefully find inappropriate content, because sometimes they're actually searching themselves, because we have curious minds. So we should know how. Find the software, how to block these things, whether it's in the iPod, on your phone, on your phone or computer, whatever it is. Find the software and add it to there to block it. Therefore, they are protected. We have to do whatever it is to protect our children. You know, once upon a time, we thought if they're in my house and the door is locked, they're protected. Today, it's a wide open door called the internet, piping down through your house. And all sort of evil coming down or potentially coming down through into your doors. And so we need to be sober and be vigilant because the adversary is trying his utmost to destroy us and our children. All right, let's move on. Stress. Stress. Today, stress is at a high level, very high level. Many are stressed because of various reasons, and we'll cover some of them. But the first one is coronavirus. Coronavirus is causing stress, is causing mental distress on many. Many are suffering because of the virus, not just the physical virus attacking them, but the mental status of many people are affected by coronavirus. Think about it. We are living in a time, according to the CDC, we can see fear and anxiety about this new coronavirus, and what could happen can be overwhelming and cause strong emotions in adults and children. This is real, folks. This is real. This is happening. People are actually taking their lives. 
because of the hopelessness that they feel around this virus. And it's changing so many of our social norms that it's affecting our mental status. And so this is real thing. These, these are real things that are happening right now, affecting all of us. Sometimes we don't even know it. You realize, why am I not sleeping so well? And it could be because of that. Stress during an infectious disease outbreak can sometimes cause the following. One, fear and worry about your own health and the health of your loved ones, your financial situations and jobs, or loss of support services that you rely on. It's, it's fear and worry. It's real. Am I going to have the job? Am I going to have my insurance to pay, pay if I get sick? All those things. Fear and worry. And those are real things. If you, if you get laid off from your job or your job closes down, are they going to pay you? Those are real fears. Changes in sleep or eating patterns. Can anybody identify with this one? Uh, only brothers through it? Uh, yes. You know, changes in eating pattern. I'm going to dwell on that for a little bit. Changes in eating pattern has changed because guess what? You're home. And you have the tendency to just go to the pantry and find a snack. And so now we're eating one meal a day from morning till night, just straight. So those are effects of what is happening to us right now, the real things happening to us at, as I speak. So these are real things. Difficulty sleeping or concentrating. That's real. You may, you may have difficulty sleeping or you may just have difficulty concentrating when you're at school or at work. Just having a hard time concentrating on what you're supposed to be doing. Those are real things. I didn't make these up. Worsening of any chronic health problems that may, you, we may have. So those things can get worse because of this virus and our mental status, our mental health condition. Worsening of mental health conditions, if you already have those conditions, this just make the problems, problem worse. Increase of use of tobacco, alcohol, and substances. And I'm going to say substances, legal and illegal. Because some people have legal substances that they use that is being abused. It's called sleep, you know, with a pain pills or whatever it is. They may get a prescription, but they're abusing it. So those things are skyrocketing because of this virus causing stress. This is real. This is real. This is not despite some theory that's happening. This is happening right here, right now. Some of us are actually experiencing some of these symptoms. Healthy ways to deal with this stress, stressful time. So we're going to go over a few things. These are some suggestions from the CDC. Know what to do if you are sick and are concerned about COVID-19. It's always good to have a plan. Know what you're going to do if, if, if you should be tested positive. 
Where are you going to stay? Where are you going to be quarantined at? Who's going to take you to the doctor if you need to go to the doctor's emergency? All those things go to have a plan in place so that you don't get yourself all worked up over it. If you have a plan, you know what to do. You don't have to worry about it because you have a plan already. When you don't have a plan, then you start worrying. What am I going to do if this happens? Know where and how to get treatment and other support services and resources, including counseling or therapy. Sometimes we need to get some help. Somebody needs to get, get us some help to get us off the ledge because we are we have stressed ourselves out. Take care of your emotional health. Taking care of your emotional health will help you think, think clearly and react to the urgent needs to protect yourself and your family. When we're stressed out, we tend not to think clearly. We tend to think irrationally, doing things that we wouldn't normally do because we're stressed. Have you been stressed? Have you been driving down the road one day and you're stressed and you find yourself doing some things on the road that you wouldn't normally do because you're stressed? Am I the only one? You know, you're stressed and you're driving and you realize, what am I doing? You know, you cut somebody off or you make a wrong turn or you just swerve in the road or whatever it is. But those are just examples of what you do when you're stressed out and your emotional health is not fully intact. So it's important that our health is fully intact. And then we take breaks. Take breaks. Take breaks. Some of us, we just sit in front of that TV just too much. Too long. Just watching, 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 watching. Everything about coronavirus, watching, watching, watching. I want to know everything. You don't need to know everything. There are just a few things you need to know about coronavirus, really. From this virus has been, been taking the, 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 the spotlight of everything, there are really only two things you need to know or do. Wash your hands often, especially when you're in, out in public. Cover your face. Really, that's the basics. Don't go out in places where you think it might be not safe. That's basic. What else do you need to know? Do you need to know that Dallas have an outbreak? It's happening. We don't need to know it's breaking out over in Houston again. It's happening. If you hear it one time, you've heard it already. The problem is not going away because people are being stubborn and not following rules. You know, this is not any conspiracy. It's a real thing. You can try to bury your head on the sun and say, oh, this is just a conspiracy. It's a pandemic. Okay, yes, it may be a pandemic, but guess what? People are dying from it. So we need to be real about it and take the precautions as necessary so that we are not caught up in having coronavirus when we don't have to because we're being careless. So just be sober be vigilant. It applies to this situation as well. And take care of your body. Take care of your body. 
How do you do that? Take deep breath, breaths and stretches. You know, don't shallow breathe. Right now, take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Yes, take a deep breath. And when you wake up in the morning, do like you, you see the dogs and the cats, how they do when they wake up? The first thing they do, they stretch and they stretch and they stretch. That's giving the, the, the oxygen flow in the, in, the, in the joints. Stretch. Take care of your bodies. But there's, there's, there's heat balance meals. Discipline yourself. Discipline ourselves to eat balanced meals. No snacking. Crickets. No snacking. I'm listening for the amen. No snacking. <laughs> Nobody want to say amen? No snacking. That's a hard one, huh? No snacking. Eat your meals at a time and leave the snacking alone. If you want to snack, put it a part of your meal. Right? Just put the snack with your meal and just eat it in one shot. And then when there's no good snacking. Okay. <laughs> when you when you feel like you want a snack, get some water. Wash it away. <laughs> Drown it. <laughs> but we, we, we are we are in a state where we, we are eating unhealthy. We are not eating healthy because we are stressed out over coronavirus and other things. Get plenty of sleep. Get plenty of sleep. I don't need to go into the research about sleep. We know it. We, are, we know that we need at least seven hours of sleep. At least. The research has been proven over and over. If you get less than seven hours sleep per night, you're in danger of not just coronavirus, but a lot of other things. And so it's very important that we get enough sleep. Avoid... Um, you know, I'm, I'm still going to say it. Avoid alcohol and drug use. I'm just going to say it. I hope none of us are participating in any of these things. Because as we know, the Bible tells us that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. We shouldn't be using anything that is destructive to our bodies. Make time to unwind. Turn it off. Shut down social media. Don't sleep with your phone. <laughs> Thank you, sister. Don't sleep with your phone. I know you want to use it as your alarm clock. Or uh, your lullaby. Let me move on. Connect with your community. Connect with your friends. Connect with your family. Let me just, just, just drop a little bit of a good news in this. Coronavirus has also caused many families and friends to connect that weren't connecting before. Over Zoom and other things. And so that's a positive. Let's continue with that. And, and 
And those of you who are, who are here and watching, we miss you on the Wednesday night meeting, Friday night meeting. We're still encouraging you to join us. I know you see the text and you ignore it. You put it on silence. You don't even hear when it comes anymore. I know. If, they, if it doesn't apply to you, don't apply it. Some of you. Some of you. Some of you. A lot of you. Let me just say it like that. A lot of you. Because I'm on there and I can see how many connect. And it's less than 10 most times. Circumstances are there. However, let's try to make the effort if we can. Let's try to make the effort to connect with the faith community. Connect with your brothers and sisters. Share in the experiences and all those things. That would help to lower stress level. Hello? What? Let me back up here. What other things are there that's causing us stress? What other things? There are many other things that's causing us stress. Which, which one come to your mind right now? Those who are here this morning, don't say anything. Which one comes to your mind right now? What's causing stress right now, apart from COVID? Come on. Job, we covered that a little bit, but there's something that's imminent. What is it? The elections. Let's not try to, let's be real, folks. This is really causing a lot of stress for a lot of folks. They have even coined a, ther a term called election stress disorder. Oh, it's real. It's real. This term was coined four years ago when Donald Trump was elected because some people still haven't gotten over that yet. And there's ESD. Yes, they're stressed out over it, and this one is only making it worse. And as Christians, Seventh-day Adventist Christians, should we be stressed over it? Because, thank you, brother, it doesn't matter who is elected. In God's plan, he already laid it out. And it must be fulfilled. So we may divert a bit, but we've got to come back online. Because the Bible prophecies must be fulfilled. We have our Seventh-day Adventists. We are known for Bible prophecy. Some of us are stressed because either the prophecies are fulfilling or the prophecies are not fulfilling. Some are stressed because they don't know exactly when Jesus is coming back. That one you definitely don't need to stress about because he already told us no one knows the day nor the hour. All he said to do is be ready. That's it. Now, I'm not telling you not to be aware because Jesus himself said, be watchful and pray. Be watchful and pray. So it's, he wants us to know, be aware of what's going on. He doesn't want us to be stressed. He, in Matthew 24, he said, don't be worried over it. Don't be concerned over it. Be aware, but don't be concerned. 
we see the fulfillment of prophecies. If you're following the news, you'll see the Pope is fulfilling his mission. He's doing his thing. He now declared that civil union is okay. That one really surprised me. Uh, let, me let me back up. It didn't really surprise me. It didn't really surprise me. It didn't. I'm just going to be frank. We know that the papacy and all the surrounding things around the Catholic faith is prophesied in the Bible as the Antichrist. A, a wolf walking around like a sheep. Have on the clothes like a sheep, but really, deep down, is a wolf. It's a wolf. Masquerading like a sheep. So let's not be surprised when a wolf do things. Like this mic is going out on me. So we are seeing the prophecies of fulfilling. We we see the grand scheme laid out in what they call it in the in 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 their terminology in, in I think it's in Italian or Latin. Fratelli, whatever. Have you seen that one? Have you? Yeah. So those are lined out for us. They're not trying to be secretive about this. They have the plan and they lay it out. They want to control the world. Why? Why? Why are they trying to control the world? I'm diverting just a little bit here. Why is this beast that, that Revelation 13 already identified as the Roman Catholic system, why is this beast trying to control the world? Again, because it's not the first time. To force, to enforce the mark of the beast. What is the mark of the beast? The enforced Sunday worship is the mark of the beast. Let's be straight. The enforced Sunday worship. So we see this power is harnessing all the tools, and we know that time is at hand. Time is at hand. Yes. What are we going to do? Are we going to be stressed over it? No, we can be prepared. Some are taking precautions, moving out to, to the country. Right? And that's okay. Now, it's not going to protect you forever. But it will help you to have a better lifestyle and be able to provide for yourself if you plant your garden and do all the things that you're supposed to do if you're moving out to the country. You're not just going out there to sit back and look at the beautiful landscape. You, you, you should be out there trying to plant your own food. And so if you're doing that, you're preparing so that when, as we saw back in March, April, May, when everybody was bomb rushing the store, do you remember that? Everybody was bomb rushing the store. When we have our, when we're prepared with our food, and we can provide for ourselves. We don't need to panic because we have our things prepared. So when we're prepared, we don't have to be 
stressed out and be panicked over those things. So we, we, should be, we should be preparing ourselves to have a place in the country. I'm just going to tell you, it's real. It's the real thing. We need to be prepared to have a place in the country. So we can go there when the time comes. We can be there to live a little bit longer, but it's not going to be very long because they know where you are. <laughs> You're not really hiding. Okay, let me just make it clear. You're not really hiding. You're just delaying their, their presence. <laughs> That's all you're doing. Because they know where you are. Every move you make. Or we make. But it's, it's good to be prepared. Alright, let's move on. I, I've digressed enough on that. If, so, the, the election is a, is a stressor. And the, the, the facts are there. The, the, the research They've already taken the poll and seen 68% of Americans are reporting that they're stressed over it. We shouldn't, be, we shouldn't be stressed over it, whether Donald Trump or Joe Biden. It doesn't matter. God says he set them up, he set up kings, and he take them down. Let's not be worried about it. Let's not, as, as the, as, let's turn to the, the Bible. The Bible tells us, give us a promise here. Let's turn to it. In Psalms. Psalms 118. Psalms 118 verse 8. Psalms 118 verse 8. Reading from the New King James. New King James says. Psalms 118 verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord. Than to put confidence in man. So let's trust in the Lord. Let's keep our eyes where? Keep our eyes on Christ. What, what our main text says in Colossians 3 verse 2? Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. I like the way the, uh, the, the New Living Translation puts it. Think about the things about heaven. Not on things that are on earth. Think about the things that are in heaven, not on things that are unhurt. Why? Because we know that this hurt is destined for destruction. Okay? Destined for destruction. Whatever we see here on this planet will be destroyed. It is promised. God has promised that he will make a new heaven and a new earth. So let's not set our minds on things that's going to burn up. It's going to burn Let's set our minds on heavenly things. As we close. Satan, the arch rival of God, the enemy of God. I'm, I'm quoting from our high calling page. It's, it's actually, this is a devotional. You know, let me just put a plug here. I remember when these devotionals, you had to buy them. You had to purchase them. Now, you can go on to, you can download the app on your phone, on your tablet, you can go to the website, and you can get all these LNG white writings for free. That's a sign of the times. <laughs> you don't have to buy the books. You can go find the books online on your iPod, right there on your smartphone. Right? July 13 is, is, is when this one was, was written. 
But it says, Satan has nets and snares, like the snares of the fowler, all prepared to entrap souls. It, 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 it is his studied purpose that men shall employ their God-given powers for selfish ends rather than heal them to the glory by God. God would have men engage in a work that will bring them peace and joy and will render them eternal profit. But Satan, the enemy, wants us to concentrate our efforts for what, for that which profited not, for things that perish with the using. He, he is out to set nets and snares. Okay? The glory, continuing the same, same, same reading, the glory of the world to come is eclipsed by the corruptible things of earth. That's the trap of the devil. He tried to put all the, you remember he, he took Jesus on the mountain and showed him all the beautiful things in the earth and said, if you just worship me, I'll give you all of these. He's using the same thing today. If you just worship me, I'll give you all the success you want. I'll make you have a, a nice, comfortable home with air conditioning and everything else in there. And you don't have to worry about when the sun, when it gets hot, you just turn it on. When it's cold, you just, you just automatically switch to heat and cool you and just warm you down. Perfect. You know, my heart went out this week. I was, I took a couple of days off from work. And because I couldn't, well, I didn't travel in person. So I took a virtual trip. I took two, actually three virtual trips. Yes, I did. I took virtual trips to Africa, to India, to China, and uh, to Laos. Virtual trips. It's amazing. It's amazing. But when I looked at amazing and cheap, very cheap, very cost effective, I already paid for it through my internet. <laughs> Virtual trips. But I learned some things. I explore these places that I've never seen. But when I saw, and I'm, I'm getting to something here. When I saw how people live in these places and what they don't have, or we could say what they have, they don't have the stress that we have. They have a different type of stress, but they, you know, it, it broke my heart to see what they have to experience. What they have to experience. One meal a day. One single meal. Not a continuous meal from daybreak to night. One single meal. And, and, and some of us we think we are starving if we miss lunch. Yeah. Right now, our stomach may be growling. When is he going to finish? Uh, anyway, I'll be done in a minute. So, you know, we, we, are, we, are, we are bombarded by this enemy who tried to divert our attention. For where your treasure is, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. 
Jesus is admonishing us to lay up where treasures were. In heaven. So we can focus, as the, as the text says, put our minds on things above. In heaven. Not on this earth. Set our minds on things above. Your thoughts, your plans, your motives will have a, an earthly mold and your soul will be defiled with covetousness and selfishness. What shall it profit a man? To gain the whole world. And some of us, we're not even gaining the whole world. Just a tiny little fraction we're willing to sacrifice for our eternal salvation. And lose our own soul. The day is coming when idols of silver and gold will be cast to the moles and to the bats. And the rich men will weep and howl for the miseries that shall come upon them. I go back to the text. Our text. Set your mind and things above. Not on things on this earth. The stress that we are experiencing. If we take our minds and set them on things above. Set them on things above. Set them on things above. We won't be so stressed out about this earthly life if our minds are on things above when we are promised that there will be joy coming the blessed hope there will be new heavens and new earth wherein dwelleth what? righteousness we don't even know what that looks like because everything that we experience in this life is just pain and heartache sorrows and suffering well, there is coming a day when God is going to restore his creation back to perfection. Let us set our minds on that time. And let us be focused and not allow the enemy to sneer us in any other direction. Let us pray. God, we thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the promises that your word gives us. Help us, Lord, to set our minds on heavenly things. To meditate on your goodness and your grace and your soon coming. Thank you for your grace to us. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for helping us to be ready for that day when you will come again. Lord, help us to be faithful to the end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you.